0: Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in.
1: Welcome back to Ciao Bella. I'm Alison Sager and I'm here with Erica Firpo. Erika uh, is the founder and creator of Chow Bella Podcast, and I'm so excited to be able to interview to you today and switch around the tables. and.
0: Well, thanks for having <laughs> me. I've never been on this side of the microphone before. <laughs>
1: well, hopefully you're going to have a good time, and hopefully uh, it will be a, a very interesting and informative episode for your listeners.
0: Well, ciao, Bella listeners. I hope you guys have a lot of fun, because it's been... Um it's been a dream of mine, and I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that with such heartfelt honesty to be the one answering the questions. <laughs> so thanks, Allison. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: so all of you
1: know that uh, Chow Bella is a podcast which uh, focuses on the different tastemakers of uh, Italy that are redefining the 21st century in Italy. Um, so Erica, you have interviewed a number of um, winemakers, fashion designers, chefs, hoteliers, pretty much anyone who's anyone redefining the 21st century in Italy. And your podcast has over 70, ep- or has 70 episodes, yeah, I right? think
0: I think we're, I think, Published episodes, I think we're up to 70. Okay, yeah. If I, if I count it correctly.
1: 70 episodes over five seasons.
0: Nope, that's over oh, four seasons. Over four Because seasons. I haven't... I. This launches season five. Amazing,
1: amazing. All right, so this launches season five. So how many seasons are in season five? Ten, right?
0: How many episodes?
1: Episodes, sorry. Well,
0: we're working with... 10 now, but there'll probably be more.
1: Okay, wow. So really, this has been a labor of love for you. This has been such an exciting project. How did you develop this? How did you, What was the f- sort of spark that you decided, I need to do this podcast?
0: Okay, the spark, it was, it was a double spark. Um, I... I'm so lucky, because I live in Italy, I live in Rome, I, I have a, you know, as, as a travel journalist, I get to meet so many amazing people, not not just within travel, but artists, and creatives, and designers, and people just doing really, really, really cool things in Italy who love and value what Italy has. And um, I started to realize that, yeah, I, I can definitely tell those stories with words, uh, but sometimes the full, the, the stories don't get out there, whether they're not the right fit for a magazine, or it's just not the right timing. And I started to think like, you know, yes, you can share them on Ciao Bella, but what if I shared them in the first person? What if I let them, these these great people, tell their own stories? And it was it was kind of a big deal because like I said, it was a double spark because Darius um, had been invited on a bunch of podcasts.
1: Darius is your husband. Darius, <laughs> yeah, Darius, sorry,
0: my husband. And he and he um, had been invited on a bunch of podcasts. He was, uh, he had met this great podcaster, um, Ali, whose last name I forget, but she has a, an incredible podcast called Ologies, in which she interviews. Experts in certain areas like archaeology <laughs> or oh, cool. zoology. Yeah. And he had met her, and they had they had this great conversation. And when he was telling me about it, I also, aside from the fact that I liked what she was doing, I I, I also really liked the technology behind it. Like I was like, oh, it's so cool. Like you know, I, I've always been, you know, I I I've, when social media, like when Twitter first started, I liked the concept, the tech behind it, and I and I really like the, you know, you're uploading this, you're you're formatting it yourself. I, I like the platform. I like to all that kind of behind the scenes stuff. And so yeah. I w- it was like kind of like that moment was like the marriage of two great things at once. And that's what spawned me. I mean, at the end of the day, the inspiration is always going to be the amazing people that live in Italy.
1: Right, right. And I think, you know, you've lived here for 20 years in Rome and you've spent pretty much your whole life in Italy, going back and forth to, to the from the US to Italy. Um, so you really are such a curious And you're so interested in discovering these these untold stories. So really, it's a platform that allows you to do that, like you said. Exactly, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: and you know, like it's it's some sometimes they're untold stories. Sometimes they're stories that have been told. It's just. I want, I want you guys to hear them.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, or told in a different way. <laughs> exactly. Even. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure, for sure. OK, so you've done all of these, uh, these four seasons. Now you have the season five coming up. Um, can you tell us a bit about how you have designed these seasons? Like, what do you take into account in terms of when you're deciding who to interview, You know, who should be included, et cetera?
0: So I'm I'm pretty lucky. So in, in the sense, like like I was saying, I, I have this opportunity with my writing to meet these amazing people. So for me, I think how let's if we look at season one, season one was me kind of looking back and looking at my notes and my recordings, because I do record people when when I'm interviewing people for just so that everybody knows, just for my notes. <laughs> and then I you know, and I and I started thinking about Initially, for season one, it was like I went back and I and I looked at these people that I had met, and I, and I then I thought, you know what? I want to reach out to them and I want to interview them. And season one started really because I was I, I was thinking about um, about the requests I get about Italy and sometimes about Rome, and thinking well, that's a little bit like what, pe- what people expect is a little bit different from what I know. Who are the people that um, that are kind of Rewriting 21st century Italy and not rewriting it, but they're 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 fleshing it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's how it started was um, That's how season one came about it was like the So I was reflecting on who I knew uh, in subsequent seasons It's it's been um, me. You know, I, I have like some sort of itch that I need to scratch and I go after that or Again, I'm really lucky with what I do and I meet people randomly because I'm going to visit, let's say I'm going to visit Lago Di Como and I meet a small producer of something randomly and it's like, hey, this right. would be great, or a bicycle maker or yeah. you know, this, this new high-tech bicycle with carbon fiber and it just is like, wait a minute, yeah. let's talk about this, let's talk about why you're so niche but so, you know, and, and what does it mean to produce in Italy and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's what's so unique about who you are, too. You're a very curious person, as I said, but you also think outside the box. I'm a Gemini. <laughs>
0: You're a Gemini.
1: <laughs> You're a Gemini. Birthday is coming up. and. You think outside the box, and then I think too, what you and I have discussed many times, and your point of view on this, I I really am inspired by, is you're always trying to tell a different story about Italy, like the idea that, you know, Italy is not just, well, there's great pizza, pasta, and and all the wonderful food, it's not this cliche. Can you talk a little bit more about that, what that means to you?
0: Well, I think, you know, I think it's, uh, in fact, I love speaking with you about this because um, you, too, had a growing up experience here. Uh, like, a, a really strong one with uni- going to university in Italy. And I, I, you know, for me, I've always... Coming to Italy was coming to see relatives and spending daily life with relatives. And um, which is always a lot of fun (laughs) it's a lot of relatives but you know i got to see italy for what it is and i I, we never came to italy as tourists right right so i didn't really have that experience of you know having like there were things that we had to see or like it, it just so so i guess what so I started to see, you know, like I, I grew up with Italy and I saw how it grows up and then people would say, oh, can you write about this great carbonata, which I will write every day about because it is my <laughs> favorite dish. But, um, you know, I was like, but what about contemporary art, you know, exactly. or what about like this cocktail scene or, you know, like Italy's like, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm now way older, but I hung out with 18 year olds who are 18 year olds like anybody anywhere else. Yeah. And yeah. this is a conversation I think you and I have a lot is that, you know, we we love bringing people to Italy. we love sharing the amazing things of Italy, but we also like the fact that Italy is pretty contemporary like anywhere else, and it shouldn't be it you know it's a great book to write it's a great movie to see you know yeah. but it shouldn't but it isn't it shouldn't be a painting you know right
1: exactly yeah, there's so much more there's yeah. so much more substance to it
0: yeah and it's yeah. and it's also i mean it, it literally has the same growing pains as as anywhere else. I always laugh because um you know. I try to tell people when like if you're between the ages of twelve and sixteen, you're gonna hang out at the Mick. Right. And people are like, What do you mean the Mick? I'm like, they hang out at McDonald's like right. any other kid. Or like the fact that Starbucks has finally made it to Rome, but it's not guys, it's not in Rome, it's at an outlet mall about right. forty five <laughs> minutes away. Um, kids are excited. Now that doesn't mean that they're that they're going to transform into that. But what it means is Italy just like anywhere else. Yeah. And so it's really cool to see the young designers and the great art and, you know, people that are doing things that 21st century people do. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly.
1: But in, a, in an Italian approach and in, in a well, contemporary Italian cause approach. Cause you
0: can't take that. That's, that's the beauty of it. Is you yeah. can't take the Italian out of it. And yeah. I mean, and, in, and, in, in, that Italian can also be kind of boiled down to the Roman out of it or the Milanese out exactly, of it. Exactly,
1: you know? exactly, which it's you Sicilian. really, you know, you really have your finger on the pulse of that in terms of what's happening regionally, locally.
0: I mean, I, I, I try. I mean, I'm lucky because I have two spies in my house <laughs> and they're very unforgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs>
1: yeah, tough tough yeah <laughs> tough judges you've got. Um all right, so talking about all of this, let's talk about this upcoming season. Okay. Tell us a bit about what we can expect, who we're, who you've interviewed, who we're gonna listen to, what are you excited to, I'm, to share? I'm I'm pretty
0: excited. Um I'm excited to because it's still a work in progress, so I I'm not gonna spoil alert any of it. <laughs> but I'm excited because I this season um you know we're going to have some different kinds of people that uh, you might not expect. We're going to talk a little bit about um, fashion, but from a different perspective. What, like what does it mean to be maybe a f- what, what does it mean to be a fashion designer in Italy, but not necessarily Italian, but wow, who has cool. all the the amazing pedigree of Italian design? Yeah um, We're going to talk about contemporary art in Rome, which is one of my favorite wow. things to talk about, yeah <laughs> which it's really hard to find to some yeah. or it, it's not hard to find it's just if you're not looking for it you might not find it um, yeah
1: well that goes back to the idea that you're it's like everybody goes to these incredible monuments and you know incredible historic sites but then there's a whole other side to Rome in terms of contemporary art that you have certainly introduced me to and continue to educate me on
0: well i think you know it's it's so funny because i I, I'm first of all. Thank you for coming with me to be an LA. Not, the, not this time, but yeah. it was two two years ago, three yeah, years ago. Yeah, two years ago. 2019 or 2019? Yeah, three it was years 2019 ago. 2019, and it was what kind an of experience
1: like, that was with you.
0: It was kind of like a fantasy come true because um, I got to boss you around in the art world. Willingly, I, I, willingly, I was bossed around. <laughs> like I was like Allison. I will not talk to you. You will come and see everything that I tell you to do. If I don't talk, just smile. Yeah, just feed me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, anytime there is contemporary, art, I'm always like, please come with me. And uh, you know, obviously, I it, it would I have other friends. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but, sure, but you know, and, and they and they geek out with me on art. But it is, yeah, it is kind of one of my um, passions. It's so funny. Darius said to me one day, he's like, you know, I realize that when you travel, uh, the first thing you look for is art, contemporary art, and then food. Amazing. And I'm I mean- saying, and I and I just was kind of like yeah but i mean like doesn't everybody yeah and then i realized oh but when i travel with you all you look for are old stones Um,
1: (laughs) everybody has their passion everybody has the thing that they love
0: yeah so um so yes contemporary art in rome which i'm really excited because there is a great gallery in rome that was a surprise to me nice um and then we're gonna head over to venice for a bit and i chose we have a, a three different uh three different people that i'll be speaking with who will speak about different aspects of venice from the cocktails to the food scene oh nice
1: yeah Yeah. and they've got a great cocktail week in venice they do this amazing cocktail that i've heard so much about from uh, you know in the last definitely the last six months they were just talking about it so that will be really cool they have a
0: really cool cocktail week and it's also great because they you know, there are cocktail weeks all over, I think, all over the world. Yeah. Now. But yeah. because Venice is so tiny and there's no, you know, the beauty of it is there's no new buildings, right? Right. So they have cocktail week in these historic palazzi. Amazing. And you just kind of can't help but feel like, the Italian Jay Gatsby, you know what yeah. I mean? It's so much fun. Yeah, Or what yeah. is it, maybe Nick Carraway? I guess I don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no,
1: totally. Tom
0: Buchanan, I hope not, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that intersection of historic, You know or ancient you know depending on the structure where you are with modern and that is like such a i don't know for i think we've talked about this too it's such an amazing experience to have in italy when you can bridge those and they and they do it really well when they're able to do it
0: they do it they do it really well you know and, and i think that's again that's probably what spawned the podcast yeah and i've had some i've been really lucky because i've had I mean, I've I've had. I think I've loved every person that I've spoken with. So, 70 interviews, 70 great conversations. Earlier, you were asking me, um, like, what, I think what was my favorite interview? And yeah, I, I was yeah. Taking what a look. is your favorite interview? I think it's really hard, but I decided that I'm going to just give a sh- few shout-outs. I like everybody. I've loved every interview, but i <laughs> But I was I was taking a look, and one of my favorites is J.J. Martin because I oh, think yeah. she's such a great speaker, and she talks about her story founding La Double J. Uh, that's from season 1, but I also love and I think everybody should listen to this Patrick Pistolesi.
1: Yeah, that's a great episode. I've listened to it. Yeah. That's it's
0: it's it's a longer one. He is a bartender in Rome who just has he's he's a barman like he knows how to tell a story. Yeah. He knows how to tell his story really really well. And yeah. it's just so much fun to hear that. Yeah. Um so that's that's one of my that's one of my, my favorites favorite. or two of my favorites. And then, you know, season 2 was um, I believe season two was what, I, what I'd like to consider. No, actually, that was season three. So season two, I was going to say it was my COVID season. Okay. No, season two might have been my COVID season. And that was a little bit harder because it was it, it, because we were all in lockdown. And you know that I like to do interviews in person, so I couldn't go anywhere. I've since grown up, I will do interviews. Online? Online. Yeah. But, um, but it was also really hard because a lot of people um a lot of people just it was just a tough time for a lot of people yeah but i love talking to monica cesarato about oh, chiquetti yeah. in venice yep, yep which was one of my favorites and then i also had because i had done it right before lockdown was um i interviewed jess roseball who is the chef at Casa de luigia so oh
1: yeah and she's I, canadian
0: right she's she's canadian, canadian but studied with or but know, she's worked with with Massimo. Massimo Bottura for a very long time and but it wasn't even like I it wasn't even the fact that I love Jess it was that she makes this cotequino breakfast oh my god yeah <laughs> and it's it's actually Allison we have to go there because you just need to have that breakfast with me it's Ugh. it's you know cotequino's not in my opinion I've never liked it growing up and yeah. then I had it like her grilled version with the Zabayone and it was like we just need to talk about yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. This, this one. Gold. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Cotagina yeah. Gold. So that was, that was one of my, that was probably, maybe on a hunger level, one of my favorite <laughs> um, episodes. And then I had a great time. I, I had the honor of interviewing um, Carol Vale, who is Peggy Guggenheim's granddaughter. Oh, right. Yeah. And she's the new director of the Guggenheim. Amazing. And you, you worked at the Guggenheim. And I worked at the Guggenheim. <laughs> so, so for me, it was like, full circle moment. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was really it was like kind of nostalgia. I felt felt like I was coming home. I mean, mm-hmm. I, was, and I and I got to interview her in the garden at the Guggenheim, uh, which was lovely because that's where I used to work. And yeah. and I spent so much time there and it was and it was really cool also like talking to her about her cause Peggy's a crazy, that was a crazy personality. Yeah. And she only got to know her for not a long time in her life, but you know, for and for her to kind of come full circle and work at the Guggenheim and yeah. take it over. Wow. So that was really that was definitely um, one of my, my favorites of season three. And then in season four, I would say, for me, um, and it's probably the most schizophrenic interview, was my Motor Valley interview, where I oh, interviewed right. like the heads of, of many supercars. But I was in, in Modena for Motor Valley Week, so it's like four or five days of supercars, like super fast, super expensive cars. And you're like, I'm gonna have to use this pun. You're like, totally revved up, and everybody was like super revved, and it was like kind of like <laughs> living the my motor's Italian. motors Exactly, <laughs> I was in fifth gear, and it was like living my Italian version of Fast and the Furious, and um, even though it wasn't at all Fast and the Furious, which is a great movie. <laughs> um, and so that was just great, also because there is, you know, that, like again, one of those amazing things, you know, it, Italy, is, has been innovators of supercars and luxury yeah. cars, but not just simply like these fast Ferraris, but like the details, like yep. how they make the lights or um, how they're putting together the chassis. I mean, yeah. it's like it's nuts. Yeah, and so yeah. that to me was like I. I love cars. So that's probably one of my top interviews. And then we've got some coming up that I'm not going to tell you.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, that's so cool and I think, you know, what you've just talked about the cars in terms of like the finer details. I think you're, you know, for me your podcast really gets down into that. Like with each interview, you're really going down into the finer details, which as you were saying prior, like it's not usually possible to do that in an article or to really get deeper and go, you know, to, to really ask those questions that everybody maybe one day wanted to ask but didn't have the time or didn't have the opportunity, so.
0: And it, yeah, and I think, and it's nice because I think also what happens is I try to keep everything really, really casual, just like yeah, us. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And, 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 and that I, comes through, yeah. And, and, it,
0: and, and I, I do feel that, for the most part, most people end up relaxing with me. Yeah. Um, sometimes they even get my really bad jokes. <laughs> Um, and then they relax and they start telling more details that don't always come out when you're, you know, you have 20 minutes for a Q&A that, yeah, you know. That's structured and yeah.
1: you're like, oh, I'm a journalist and. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I will say one of my favorite
1: episodes of yours is the Santistakio episode. Oh, with Federica. Yeah, I love that episode. It was so informative in many ways. Like I had, you know. I knew a little bit about coffee, but I didn't know, you know, like it was just so cool. And I didn't know the history and then their family. And then also, even it's funny because, you know, I don't really drink a lot of coffee. I drink mostly decaf. But the, um, the, I drink one cup a day. Yeah, exactly. Gotta keep it up. And, it was just so interesting how she was talking about like the caffeinate, like how caffeinated their coffee is, and then I don't know. And I, I mean, that's such a classic well, Roman coffee place, but you really, you you brought it, brought new life to it. You you know, brought a new spin to it. And obviously, she's the the current generation. You know, she's third. She's generation. third generation. You know, so, I'm re-
0: I'm really happy you re- you reminded me of that one because um, aside from the fact that I, I I've always loved San Eustachio, I think San Eustachio, you know, it's. It's definitely, um, it's been in every guidebook. It's a yeah. place that you must go in Rome. And a lot of people will kind of discount it exactly. because of that. And I've you done know, it. It gets the long lines. Yeah. And you know, so people are like, it's really not that great, Erica. Like, why would you pick such a touristy place? And again, it's, this is the kind of thing that you and I talk about, which is like, it, yes, it's, it is touristy. But at the same point, it's not. And, you know, like, for example, I am always in that area very early in the morning because of the school drop off. Or, like, it's not even the school drop off, it's called me walking back home. (laughs) And I'd like to walk past that, and it's a different beast. You know, there's nobody there except for the drivers of Senate members. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then even when we were there during lockdown, there were a bunch of Senate members there. Oh, yeah. I remember that day. And I was like, wow, this is such a different experience that. I'm sure they're there constantly during the day, but you don't necessarily you don't, see that. You don't see,
0: and I mean, I know that everybody's like puts it on the checklist and they've got to get this off. And I, and I tell people, please, you know, go buy. A, I, I bring beans back to my, my, yeah. my friends and family when I come back. And, yeah. um, but it is like, you know, it, what, what's amazing about it is still, it's really, really local Yeah, amidst yeah. all of that. And exactly. I, you know what a great time to go uh. is also at like midnight. Oh yeah. No, I'm sure. Because like, again it's like the drivers. Yeah. And then us. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> love that. Love that.
0: It's just, I don't um, drink coffee at, at, at midnight. <laughs> yeah. I do it. I we'll just have to bring people exactly. Coffee at 10 and that's it. <laughs> oh oh I'm so happy. I'm glad because, yeah. because I really I really love their story. I love their company.
1: Yeah. And you that interview was just a beautiful yeah, it was just a beautiful. It was a beautiful interview. It was a beautiful conversation with with Federica. And yeah, I just yeah, like I said, as you just pointed out, it really put a new new spin on a place that I thought was just a tourist haunt. You know, and yay, yeah, yay, exactly, exactly. Um, all right. Well, I'm really excited for this new season. I can't wait to see who's going to come out and who's going to be on it. What do you find, along with your podcast and ideas that you have for the podcast, what inspires you these days? Like, what is it that, you know, it's almost summer in Rome. We're pretty much out of lockdown, thankfully, and out of COVID to some extent. What is inspiring you, whether it's, you know, the beauty of Rome or the beauty of Italy, places, destinations, what is kind of in your mind these days?
0: Wow. You didn't tell me you were going to ask. That I question. know it's a tough one. <laughs> this is a what, spontaneous one. I think you know what inspires me. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I, yesterday, I was I was walking home with Darius, and I don't know why I was, I was just. I, I said to him, I was like, you know what I love about being here? What I love about Italy? What, what inspires me is Italians really love their country. Yeah. Not in this nationalist way, mm-hmm. but more in the way of like, like, like they they know and by the way everybody can everybody has the same thing but the, you know people can be really critical too but like the beaches are really great yeah you know yeah. and the beaches that are great are really great obviously there's going to be not the great ones too that happens everywhere but it's like you know, prosciutto is really good yeah. and the wine is really good and i think what inspires me is that there's so much pride Went with these producers, and met. That, I think that's what has inspires me. When, when you find, like, you know, I was, um, Emilia, the other day, she was at the beach with her boyfriend in Abruzzo.
1: Mm-hmm. Emilia's your daughter. So yes. this
0: is- and she sent me, she showed me a picture of, she's like, they hadn't set up the Sraio the and the Latini. Oh, they, yeah. they hadn't set up any, any, but they were just putting up the poles, these wooden poles for the umbrellas, right? Yeah. And it was like all organized, Yeah. it was all lined up, um, and you could like you could it was going to be a serious job because they took a really big pride yeah in the umbrellas kind of like when i was in fortini marmi and those beach clubs like hotel byron yep. um they they have their they have the hotels and then they have the beach clubs and their beach clubs they are they, in april they just started setting them up and they were putting these beautiful wooden like awnings like with the canvas awnings yeah out on the beach in lines organized and they were like we're gonna do a really good job And at the end of the day we're gonna clean the beach you know it's like that's i don't know if that answers your question yeah
1: no i think so i mean the the passion the precision the appreciation yes um in in every little thing that is done here i think yeah is is incredibly inspiring and and it changes seasonally you know and it's you know it's definitely and i think too you are one that just you often are just going out to explore places you don't even know what you're looking for and i think that's you know the the you know such an amazing aspect of of your personality and what you love to do in life is just like
0: let's go out open eyes well i think What's you know happen? i think i'm i have always been I've always, I've always really just enjoyed finding things. Like that's yeah. just always been me. And I'm lucky because I have some really great people in my life, like you, like like Darius, like our kids, like my friends, like my cousins. That kind of all have that in in different facets. That same yeah. des, that same curious desire, which reminds me, um, like you are just making me think. Like I just went to this restaurant, and I want you to come with me, because you're one of my favorite people to eat food with. I love to eat. You're <laughs> such a good eater. I'm you're a such good eater. a good good eater. It's like. When Alison and I eat, it's like <laughs> kind of like playing chess. <laughs> but playing chess like in team chess. I don't even know if that yeah, exists. Exactly. You know, it's like because we structure everything so well. <laughs> um, but anyhow, this this place Marzapane on Via Flaminia. They mm. they reopened. It's these, the odor is Sicilian. It's got these two chefs that are Roman, but it's really inspired by Sicily. And I mean it's all it's all the, the cuisine is are kind of different aspects from Agrigento.
1: Ooh. But they
0: have a grill. So, like, everything Ooh. revolves around grilled or smoked.
1: Ooh, oh, my gosh. And it's kind of crazy. And the now. flavors are
0: nuts. Like, they're, like, you know, they're, they're, they're grilling and smoking bread. They're, like, and I, so I went there the other day, and it was, like, you know, I was like I kind of was just, like, let me go check it out. So I went to eat, and and then I dove down this rabbit hole of <laughs> marzipane and grilling and, and these flavors from Sicily and we had like this dish that had like the last mandarini. I mean, it was nuts. Oh my gosh. And it was, oh. it was just really great because I, what I, you know, I knew the restaurant when it used to be in another location and I just kind of wanted to check it out and see yeah. oh, what's going on now. And then it became this deep dive into the world of, I don't even, I'm not a chef, but the world yeah. of using grill, like fo- focusing everything on grill cooking. So they also have this open kitchen, which Essentially, you can sit at the chef's table, which is a bar counter with grill. Yeah. And then it's like amazing. A, like they had this zabayone that was nuts. Not that the zabayone was grilled, but in it, what they put inside it were grilled, as well as they put yeah. um, fresh peas. Wow. So yum. That was kinda crazy. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. That was totally nuts. But aside oh. from that, but you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like you. you you step into a door, you, you, know, you walk through a doorway and you enter, even if it's a tiny world, a very intense world and that's yeah. what I love. Yeah, and you, well, you have
1: an instinct for that. I mean, that is one of your many talents. You have this incredible, <laughs> no, you do, like you're, and that's why I think your podcast is such a beautiful offering to people. Like you are able to be very open and curious, and at the same time, you have this instinct of saying, mm, "What's behind that small little door? What's around that little, you know, corner over there? Um, who is this person? I want to know some more about them, or I want to chat with them a little bit more." And and I think that's why you know you're able to tell these stories, these these stories that maybe somebody else would just kind of take a moment and say, mm, "No, I'm not so sure." You know, I don't. You really follow your heart, you follow your passion, you follow your instinct, and, and that really comes through in your podcast.
0: Oh, I like you. I'm very yeah. That makes me really happy. Yeah. Thank you no, so much. For
1: sure, for sure. All right, well, it's been such a joy to chat with you. Thank you so much for turning the tables and giving your listeners a chance to get to know more about you. Is there anything you wanted to share with listeners that maybe hasn't come through in the podcast, or maybe something unique that they don't know about you that?
0: Um, I mean, all I would say is that uh, please, you know, I love hearing back from you. So you, oh, can, yeah, yeah. you, you can reach me, um, go to my website, shallbella.co. There is a contact page. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. If you want to suggest someone, because I I love feedback. And so please, my I try to make my website, I mean... This is gratuitous. I was going to say, I try to make my website interactive. <laughs> it's not interactive. It's a website. But I like to be interactive. Yeah. So please... And you're also
1: on Instagram and Twitter. You're yes. very active on your social channels as well. So yeah, they can so you find can, you there. You can, so
0: yeah.
1: Erica Firpo.
0: On, on Instagram, it's my name, Erica Firpo, E-R-I-C-A-F-I-R-P-O. On Twitter, it's a nickname, oh, Mosherina, right, <laughs> which is M-O-S-C-E-R-I-N-A. means little fly because... I was like a little fly buzzing around right and i've just... taken it to be like a little spy fly yes exactly and um and also i i'm i am on facebook um not i i'm not fully on facebook i am fully on facebook i'm just not fully there yeah i don't know what that means but my point is you can find me please reach out and let me know what you think give me some feedback um I love interaction. I'm I'm a Gemini.
1: You're really great. No, no, you're really great with that, too. Like, you're great at interacting with people and responding and, you know, kind of following, you know, a little planted seed, too. Um, So, yeah. And your listeners, if you're not already listening, and this is maybe the first episode that you've heard, your podcast is available on Apple, uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, Apple, iTunes, I, Apple iTunes. iTunes
0: podcast, whatever. Yeah, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I mean, it's 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 everywhere. Yeah. you can find it on Stitcher, wherever you listen oh, to right. podcasts. Stitcher, yeah. Yep. I mean, I always I always name the big three because that's what I listen to. Yeah. And if you don't feel like and you can find it on Libsyn, and if you don't feel like going to any of those, you can actually go to my website. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ciaobella.co
1: exactly. backslash podcast, and they're all there. There you go, <laughs> there you go. You can listen at your leisure to the exactly. 70 episodes and then the 10 more that are coming that are up.
0: Coming out. And I'm gonna have more than 10 for, for, the, for this upcoming one. I just, yeah. I have 10 in the can, and I'm, like, like you said, that was a great big sneeze, if you guys, <laughs> that was neither of us. There's someone in my house who can (laughs) sneeze through walls. Um, (laughs) What I was gonna say is, like you said, I'm, you know, what ends up happening oftentimes is I'll be in the midst of doing one thing and I I get a snippet for a story, and I'm like, that would make a great podcast. So there'll probably be more coming up in this season.
1: Nice, very much looking forward to it. And thanks again, Erica, for
0: sharing all of your lovely stories with us. Well, thanks for having me, Allison. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website ericafiorpo.com and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafiorpo. Ciao, Bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Ionta, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great.